1: Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in.
2: dollars of people who are listening are paying to put children in the hands of criminals. And I said, look, I said, I need to make you aware. And they said, Tara, we don't get sued by traffickers.
0: A government whistleblower with the Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency has stepped forward to Project Veritas to detail her harrowing experience, assisting with the placement of unaccompanied Migrant Children, the Department of Health and Human Services. In 2021, this whistleblower volunteered to assist HHS with the placement of unaccompanied minors and was deployed to the Migrant Emergency Intake Site in Pomona, California. There, she witnessed the agency failing these children, as she puts it, doing the work of the cartels on your tax dollars. These vulnerable children, we care for them, we clothe them,
2: we feed them your dollars and my dollars, we fly that product directly to the trafficker. God forbid it's sex trafficking.
0: Project Veritas embarked on a nine-month investigation across the country to corroborate our whistleblower's claims. So he attempted to traffic children and he's still at address in Texas.
2: Yes, we have 44 unaccompanied children at that address. We have 25 unaccompanied children at
0: that address. Project Veritas put boots on the ground, visiting scores of addresses the whistleblower shared from case files she worked on. What we found was shocking. Young children living with multiple older unrelated men. And in one case from Gulf Freeway in Houston, Texas, a young girl who admits to her female sponsor Using her for sex work. Who te you? My aunt, but
3: the me was the one the one who was the one who was the one who was que offered the How many men did she you? I didn't like what she me. was was she really your aunt? Or was she someone who was
2: I don't believe that this is something that HHS wants people to know.
0: So tell me about your experience in the federal government.
2: So I've been a federal employee for over 19 years. I'm a GS-14. I work for the Council of the Inspectors General on integrity and efficiency. We combat fraud, waste and abuse in federal programs. I've seen that there are large numbers of children who are being sent to the same location. In some areas within a few square miles, there are over 300 unaccompanied children who have been released. It's just strange that HHS knows there's a lot of children going to one area, and yet they're not doing anything to say there's going to be a mandatory home study before we send one more child here. One of the things that has occurred in this administration is that they have relaxed a lot of the stringent vetting by creating these additional field guidances. And there's a focus on... Move the children, as opposed to place children in safe homes. Right now, it is speed over safety. Move the children 10 to 15 days.
0: I am holding Field Guidance 10 from HHS, which was enacted in March 2021. This guideline pushes expedited release of unaccompanied children to sponsors, according to our whistleblower, within 14 days after processing. And what sorts of fraud have you witnessed? Uh, Name fraud, legal document fraud? So we had
2: some cases, uh, it's specifically in Austin, where a sponsor was attempting to simultaneously sponsor two unaccompanied children. In one application, said his address was at one location, and then for the next child, he used a different address of a neighboring apartment building mm. so same person sponsoring at two separate addresses and who's he um so the sponsor here
3: mm. edgar Edugar Oh, mucho gusto, Edgar. Yeah. eres de Guatemala? Sí. Ah, mucho gusto. ¿Cuándo llegaste aquí a Estados Unidos? Mm, un año. ¿Cuántos adultos hay aquí? Cinco, seis. ¿Qué? ¿O sea, como cinco? Como cinco. Sí. Todos hombres. ¿Hombres? Sí. ¿Y algún niño? No. ¿En algún momento has patrocinado algún niño, Edgar? No. Ninguno. Ninguno. So
0: he attempted to traffic children, and he's still at address in Texas walking a free man.
2: Yes. HHS does not want federal law enforcement going after their sponsors in any way. Why not? It's a very good question that I don't have the answer to. Our sponsors typically are not citizens. They are not Permanent residents; they don't have legal presence. If you look at the data on the HHS website, a majority of the children who are coming across the border, unaccompanied, are from Guatemala.
0: Why is that?
3: Well, I believe they're easier to exploit. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. no sabe. años tienes? Huh? No Tu papi está, Marios. ¿no? No, no se sé muere. ¿Y dónde está tu mami? Mi no mami está en Guatemala. También vive aquí, ¿quién más? Who no, else no, lives here? Solo seis nomás. Only six. No, no, ah. Y la niña y cuatro adultos. Ajá. Okay, the little one and four. Cuatro hombres, ¿verdad? Sí. Four men. de dónde eres from? Guatemala. I'm from
0: Guatemala. You live with who?
3: My dad, and what else? girl is alone in the apartment? No. with
0: With
3: No, we in These sponsors fill out a federal
2: form. Mm -hmm. So if they provide false information on federal documentation, that also is criminal.
0: We don't know if the U.S. Attorney's Office in Texas knows about this. Right. They probably don't.
2: I think most people don't know. They have no idea that children are going to unrelated people, that children are definitely, we have proof, evidence, that they're being recruited and transported. They're then in debt bondage. We know that Children have been trafficked through the program.
0: And the name of this program again is?
2: It's the Unaccompanied Children
3: Program, so the UC program. Ella de verdad era tu tia, fue alguien que se tú la conocías a ella de Guatemala, no. Y como tú supiste.
2: So, your trafficker in Guatemala, he's got to use the cartel to get his children across Mexico, but once he gets the children to the U.S. border, we take them. Mm. So we take the product, these, these vulnerable children, we care for them, we clothe them, we feed them. And then with your dollars and my dollars and the dollars of every person watching, we fly that product directly to the trafficker. The trafficker then has the ability to labor traffic that child until they're caught, if they ever are. And, and the- God forbid,
3: it's sex trafficking. ¿Quién te patrocinó a ti? Una tía, pero me Bueno, de porque ella me ofrecía alright ladies and gentlemen alright alright all right. All right. so
1: that's it obviously that's a quite a long opening today but you needed to see all of that and there's more but you needed to see all of what you just saw as a parent as a grandparent as an older brother, as an older sister maybe. The United States of America is the number one sex trafficking and number one human trafficking country in the world. Think about that. The country of the land of the free. The freest, quote, freest country in the world has the most slaves. And no, they are not black people. They are children of all races, that they are raping, selling for sex debts, working them until, the, until they die in some cases. You needed to see all of that because I need you to show all of the people that you know that roll their eyes when you say an invasion of the southern border, that roll their eyes When you say that we are the number one human sex trafficking country in the world so that you can show them the truth and the reality right from the children's mouths, which when I watched that, I cried. I'm not going to lie to you. When I watched that before this show, I cried when I saw those little kids being interviewed on that camera. And everybody in the world needs to know that this is under Joe Biden's watch, under his illegitimate, his illegitimate watch, under the regime's watch, Obama, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, Eric Holder, Michelle Obama or Michael, whatever you want to call the sick, you know what? This is all happening under their watch and they want more of it, which is why they're fighting Texas to close the border which is why they stole the election from Carrie Lake so she could not close the border in Arizona. This is all a strategic plan. And everybody's involved. Joe Biden's involved. They're all involved. You know it. I know it. And we don't have to know it because of documents and we don't have to know it because of lie detector tests. We know it because of their actions. And their actions support this. And now we have people in the uh, HHS, which is Health and Human Services uh, Agency, whistleblowing. Very, very sick stuff. And every one of these corrupt government officials will pay the ultimate price. So I'm sorry for such a long cold open this morning, or this evening, I mean, but you needed to see that. So welcome, folks. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV Live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you tonight. I did want to say thank you to some of the online uh, LFA family members who donate online at jeremyharrell.com. We have a lot of new one-time donors. And you have no idea what it means when we get people who aren't monthly, just regular monthly donors, uh, who come in and add to that. It's truly remarkable. And it helps us be able to save up and budget the right way. I'd like to thank the following people who just came in and donated for the first time. Jennifer Ridington. Kim Harris, thank you so very much. Mary Vermody. Brenda Bounds, thank you so very much. Really, really appreciate your uh, one-time donations. And, of course, our monthly donors. I'd like to thank a few people here. Terry Berger, God bless you. Thank you so very much. Scotty Branham, thank you so very much. Harold Traeger, God bless you. Trinity Branstetter, thank you so very much. Stacey, uh, Stacey Cassidy is a weekly donor, so thank you very much. Kristen Donovan, God bless you. How are the boys? Thank you so very much. Brian Nihon, Nie, uh, Niehen- that's a hard last name to say. Nihonwies. Brian Nienweis, thank you very much. Rebecca Johnson and Kathy Hansen, thank you for helping LFA TV remain um, even a network at all. Even a show at all. Thank you so very much. Uh, what Cold Open? said Banjo. You missed it? Hell, it was about 10 minutes. You'll have to go back and watch it. But I do thank you all for being here. Please um, hit the Rumble button if you're just joining in. Share the video if you're just joining in. Got a heck of a show for you uh, built up tonight. We're going go to the, um, we're gonna go to God right now because after seeing that video for the second time tonight, after crying the first time and, and, and sharing it with you, which I'm sure some of you also shed a tear, I think it's time that we go, go to God and, 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 and get some, some peace and get some, uh, some clarity and, um, and get the strength we need to keep fighting this incredibly, incredibly evil battle that we're fighting right now. Truly remarkable. The times that we're in and what is needed to combat what you just saw in that 10 minute open all right come to me with all of your neediness you can cry out help me jesus then wait patiently in my presence your weariness will eventually give way to new strength as you trustingly wait upon me isaiah 40:30 30, and 31 Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. From 2 Corinthians 6.10, We are sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Poor, yet making many rich having nothing, yet possessing everything. Before you turn out the light, let me show you what it means to rejoice and be renewed, even in your troubles. And I'll tell you what, you know, uh, anybody out there who's got children or grandchildren, when your kid gets sick, you would do anything to make that kid feel better, right? You would take that same sickness that that kid is experiencing, Maybe the same broken bone, maybe the same illness, maybe the same disease. And you would take it upon yourself nine, 10 times out of 10. So that kid didn't have to. Well, I feel the same way about those children that are being trafficked. I wish I could take their pain away. I wish that I could somehow transfer all of that pain that those children are going through the lifelong pain, the PTSD, the, the, the present torture that they're going through. I wish I could take it all on myself. I really do. And I really would in, in, in a second without even thinking about it. It bothers me that much. So let's think about these children that we showed during that open and let's pray for them as we go to the Lord's Prayer. Uh, go to the Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father... And I know most of you feel that same way. I know you do. Christ endured all their pain. I understand that, you mean. You are right. You are ultimately right. You are ultimately right. But the physical pain that they're going through right now, I wish I could just take it. I really do. Hereto says the children will never be the same. Kong says, Brother Jeremy, much love and respect, sir. Major big up. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. I know all of you would do the same, though. I know you would, in a second, in an absolute second. Let's uh, let's show that Rumble chat before we get to the first and foremost section tonight, folks. And and look at you guys chiming in. Oh, it's oh, that's right, Holly, Holly at RMA Apparel. I got a text message from Holly that I just saw before the show. She says, "Can I have a request? A birthday shout out today. Have a great show. Hope to talk to you and Sabrina soon." It is Holly's birthday, ladies and gentlemen at rma apparel so let's go ahead and let's give holly a big shout out right now for her birthday and let's sing happy birthday to holly here we go happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear holly happy birthday to you happy birthday holly god bless you um it look like the rumble chat stopped did the rumble chat just stop That is really weird. Did we stop streaming or are we still going? Still going? Huh. Yeah, there it is right there. Sorry about that, folks. I lost you there for a second. But uh, you're back and uh, happy birthday to Holly. (laughs) All right. Let's lift up our cups. Whose birthday is it, too? Also, it's Cindy's birthday, too? Cindy's birthday. Well, happy birthday to you, too, Cindy. Cindy's birthday, Holly's birthday, Sabrina's birthday, everybody's birthday. It's like Oprah. Everybody gets a birthday. (laughs) All right. I'm going to need you guys to share out the video real quick if you haven't yet. Rumble the video if you haven't yet. We have about 800 rumbles. We'd really like to get that baby uh, pumping up over 1,000. Here we go. First and foremost section, lift up your cups. Let's have a slurp. Here we go. All right, folks. The rhinos, the rhinos, the rhinos. They are all ganging up on President Trump. And this is the moment that they've all been waiting for because they're all in one strategic, calculated move. Every single one of them are starting, the rhinos anyway, and you can tell by the rhinos, but you can tell who the rhinos are by the way they speak. Ladies and gentlemen, the rhinos are getting ready to make their move on Trump. And today, like I said, they, very calculated, very strategically, strategically, came out against him, Kevin McCoward and Mitch McChina, both of them together. And this is another reason why we have got to make sure that whatever we do, we hold our ground on making Kevin McCoward the Speaker of the House in this next session. Having said that, I'd like to go to the video, if I can, of Mitch McChina today condemning Donald J. Trump's dinner with Kanye West where he brought uh, Milo Yiannopoulos and Nick Fuentes. Again, Trump said they didn't come in. They ate outside on the patio. Doesn't matter. This is what I said the other day. I said this, this is the one thing that I said that I wanted to avoid. I wanted to avoid all day, 24-hour media, attacking Donald Trump for such a stupid thing. And Kanye, Kanye West should be ashamed of himself. Kanye West, I guarantee you, lost the trust of Donald Trump on that day. Because this kind of crap is exactly what I knew was going to happen. And here we go. Let's go to Rhino Mitch McChina first. And all he wants for Christmas is a lower chin. Here we go.
3: First, let me just say that there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy. And anyone meeting... With people advocating that point of view, in my judgment, are highly unlikely to ever be elected president of the United States.
1: So that's shots fired from uh, the Senate minority leader, Mitch Mitch McChina. Shots fired saying there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy. Well, first of all, who gets to decide who's anti-Semite, who's an anti-Semite, and who's a white supremacist. And again, if you get to decide that, and if you get to label somebody that, what is the definition of that? Because if you're going to define somebody as that, and you're going to label somebody as that, that person better be that. I'm not here to say whether they are or whether they aren't. But Mitch McChina certainly does not get to say who, who's, wh- who's room, for wherever there's room for anybody in any party. You don't own the party. Did you see the way these elitists talk? There's no room in this party for you. There's no room in this party for you, says Mitch, Mitch McChina, talking to Nick Fuentes. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Nick Fuentes is, you're not missing much. Who cares about the kid, okay? The kid is just always looking for attention, like Kanye West. And what they did was an absolute strategic move to hurt Donald Trump. Believe it or not, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But Mitch McChina to come out, say who does and does not belong in the Republican Party, A, like he owns it. B, like it's even there anymore. It's not. MAGA has completely taken over your scummy little party. The only thing you have is a few very powerful people in very powerful positions holding on to a life alert that was once known as the Republican Party. Your Republican Party does not exist anymore. So for that, number one, Who are you to to decide who gets to be part of the Republican Party or not? Number two, nice try. Nice try. Lumping Donald Trump together with them like he invited them for some strategic reason. What a loser Mitch McChina is. What a loser he is. Can we go ahead? Let's go ahead and uh, click that loser song for Mitch McChina. I'm a
3: loser. I'm a loser.
1: And I'm not what I to be. Not only does he get the loser award of the day, but he's also going to get the dumb dumb award of the day. Come on, let's go with it. Come on, man. <laughs> we did
0: it. We did it, Joe.
1: Dumb dumb award of the day, loser of the day, whatever you want to call it, goes to Mitch McChina because all he wants for Christmas a of Nobody cares what you think. But again, this is not a story about what he does or what he doesn't say or what, whether you do or whether you don't care. This is a story to tell you that they are coming out in full unison against Donald Trump because it wasn't just Kevin McCarthy who decided to, uh, to um, bump his gums, I mean uh, Mitch McChina, but Kevin McCarthy finally, uh, also came out today, disapproved of Donald Trump's meeting with Nick Fuentes. Again, didn't have a meeting with Nick Fuentes, okay? Didn't have a meeting with Nick Fuentes, Somebody said white supremacist Kanye West is black. We're not talking about the, the Kanye here. We're talking about Kanye West was the one who orchestrated the meeting. The dinner, had, the, the dinner was with Kanye and Trump, but Kanye brought Milo Yiannopoulos and brought Nick Fuentes with him unannounced, and they ate outside because they were not allowed in. Somebody said, we still hear cackling. I'm sorry to hear about that. I don't know what's happening. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, this is what Kevin McCarthy said today. I don't think anybody should be spending time with Nick Fuentes. Well, good. Who are you to decide who anybody gets to spend time with? And again, they didn't spend time with Nick Fuentes. Okay? He was eating outside. He has no place in this Republican Party. Now Kevin McCarthy is saying who does and doesn't have place in the Republican Party as he does everything he can, even getting on his knees and begging for somebody to vote him in as as, uh, Speaker of the House. You don't have any say-so, and you're not going to have any power if you became Speaker anyway, because you're going to give it all up to become Speaker. I think President Trump came out four times and condemned him and didn't know who he was, McCarthy said. He then went on, uh, McCarthy then went on to say, uh, he also told reporters that he condemns Fuentes' white nationalist ideology, and then he says that he thinks that President Trump needs to apologize immediately for the dinner. That is what Kevin McCarthy said today. And again, this is why I said, Donald Trump, please fire your advisors. Get them away from you as soon as possible because clearly you still don't have good advisors. You still have terrible advisors around you, President Trump. Because any one of us with a brain could have told you, do not do this, do not fall into this, do not fall into this. He should have known that too. Again, I'm not here to say what President Trump should or shouldn't have done, but I am going to say that as far as those advisors go around President Trump, those people should not be around him, period. Okay? So how anybody could back Kevin McCarthy after he is demanding President Trump apologize for a dinner, first of all, that is his private residence. He's not a president yet. I mean, he is, but you don't understand what I'm saying. You have no right to tell him who he can or can't have over for dinner, period. You have no right to say who is or isn't part of the Republican Party because you have no power in it, Kevin McCarthy. But again, it's not a coincidence that Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McChina came out on the same day and condemned President Donald J. Trump. This is another strategic move on their part to get rid of him. And and that's exactly right. Uh, Somebody said, who exactly is he supposed to apologize to? Who is he supposed to apologize to? That's a very good question. God, because he certainly owes Kevin McCarthy no apology, and he certainly owes Mitch McChina no apology. So, Jeremy, please get a hold of MTG. I have sent her messages. I have. Trump did not know Fuentes was coming with. Just saying, he didn't invite him for freaks. No, he didn't. He did not. He did not know he was coming with. That's exactly right. And if President Trump had any kind of inclination to dine with Nick Fuentes, he could have done it that night. And what these rhinos still don't get, and here's a, this is a very, very important thing. We've got to bring this all together. What these rhinos don't understand is that the more they go after President Donald J. Trump and side with the Democrats, I don't know how they've not learned this yet. But oh well, does it make us mad? Yes. Does it divide the party? Sure it does. Sure it does. But what they don't understand is this. Every time you go after Donald J. Trump, working with the Democrats to do it, every single time he gets stronger. Donald Trump gets stronger. MAGA gets stronger. Ladies and gentlemen, every single time. So, while they continue to fight for, for to fight against President Donald J. Trump and to tear him down and to tear MAGA down, every single time he gets bigger, he gets stronger, the base gets bigger, and we win more. So, I don't know what the... All I know is this. If you've got both Democrats and Republicans, which the world knows are both corrupt, after Donald J. Trump openly out in the public, then you must know by now who the bad guys are and who the good guys are. And if you think that our own federal government and our own corrupted officials that are literally occupying Washington, D.C. for longer than kings and queens occupied their nations, if you think they're the good guys, then you are so brainwashed that you don't even belong on the battlefield. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Because they're all bad. There's only a few good ones. And look at Look at the good ones that we thought were good. Look how fast they're being corrupted. I'd like to thank everybody that's just joining in. If you're just joining here on LFA, live from America, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you and thank you very much. I'd like to say thank you to RJ Cat. She just gave us $150 for Sabrina and I to go out for dinner tonight. What an amazing heart that she has. Thank you so very much for that. And I will tell Sabrina as soon as I leave, she's home now. Thank you to 1869 Rifleman. God bless you. Also $20. He said, here's for pizza for Mrs. Harrell. Happy birthday. And here's another $36 for 36 years from Netsky. I don't know if we want a reminder of that, but I want to thank you guys all very much. You're truly wonderful people, and you really do care about me and my family. And, and, and that's just really great. You really do care. About me and my family. So thank you all very, very much. Again, rumble the video if you're just joining in. We're going to go to it. We're going to take a quick word from one of our sponsors. This is the time for you to grab your coffee. Take a slurp of your coffee, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to go and highlight real quick for patriots, for patriots.com. These guys are patriotic. You want to talk about patriots? Just go watch their videos. Go watch their other videos on rumble. They've got videos on YouTube. Go to their site, ForPatriots.com. See what they're all about. Every time you buy something through these guys, portion of this goes to veterans, and all of this is about patriotic stuff. Survival foods for three, uh, three month, four week, one year. You've got the Patriot Power Generator, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. You've got the Sidekick. You've got the Patriot Power Cells, which are the smaller versions. Okay. You've got um, uh, water. You've got all. Look at these new arrivals. Let's go here to the new arrivals real quick. Newly added stuff on 4Patriots. Check this out. Look at all of the amazing stuff that you can get to make sure that you have and not need, right? You never want to need and not have. Look at that. That's uh, uh, air inflatable solar lantern and charger. How cool is that? Look at the cooler. All of this stuff is solar generated, ladies and gentlemen. So they're they're trying to empower you to not have to uh, rely on somebody if you really need something. That's what they're trying to do. So go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Immediately get $500 up the solar power generator. And if you just use the promo code LFA on anything else for any other purchase, it's 10% off. Go there today. Christmas shop with those guys. Uh, chat keeps freezing. I apologize. That stinks. Sorry about that. We got 3,500 people in here chatting. I'd also like to go to the lower chat on the bottom, the, the non-live chat. And I'd like to thank all of you guys for watching as well. Okay. Representative Andy Biggs, ladies and gentlemen, he says that Kevin McCarthy is now 20 firm no votes for Speaker of the House. That means that there are 20 Republicans that are firm no. We are not electing him as Speaker of the House, okay? This is good news. Let's get into this story that was written by Cassandra Fairbanks. She says Republican Representative Andy Biggs says there are 20 firm no votes against House Minority Leader Kevin McCoward to become Speaker of the House in the next Congress. Biggs made the assertion during an interview with the podcast Conservative Review with Daniel Howerts earlier this month. Representative Biggs ran against McCarthy for Speaker nomination, but the House Minority Leader won a vote, uh, won with a vote of 188 to 31. But McCarthy needs to 18, obviously. On January third, the first day of the next Congress, okay, to become Speaker of the House, um, all Democrats will likely support their party's nominee unless Kevin McCoward can get some of them to vote for him, and that's not far fetched. Uh, that's not far fetched that he'll do that. All right, and which will likely be Representative Hakeem Jeffries on the Democrat side. McCarthy warned in an interview with Newsmax on Monday that Democrats could pick the next Speaker if Republicans play game on the House floor. It's not going to happen. OK, big. So that's what basically what he's trying to do is hold the uh, party hostage and say, well, if you don't vote for me, then we could get another Democratic House speaker. Biggs and four other Republicans have publicly stated that they will not vote for McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy will revert to his establishment mean the moment he gets power. And that's why there are enough of us now a critical mass standing as a bulk word against his ascension to speakership. Gates said. On uh, Trump advisor, former Trump advisor Stephen Bannon's War Room show on Tuesday. Um, Representative Gates said he will not be voting for McCarthy. Representative Ralph Norman, Representative Bob Good, who's a great guy, and Representative Matt Rosendell have also shown opposition and said they will not be supporting him. Okay? He's admitting that they're, uh, he's admitted there at the mic, though, that he has spent money in these races based on who would support him for Speaker. That's what Bob Good said, and he said, that's why I can't support voting for him. Andy Biggs thinks there's like 16 other Republicans who just haven't publicly stated it, but are affirmed no. But remember when I told you that Kevin McCarthy would do anything to become Speaker? Shout out, please. I'm a monthly donor, says Margie for 45. Ladies and gentlemen, can everybody shout out Margie for 45? Tell her thank you very much for being a monthly donor and God bless her. I just caught it. I just caught it. I just caught it. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, remember when I told you that Kevin McCarthy would do anything to become speaker? And if he does become speaker, what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to make a deal with literally everybody who's going to vote no in order to get their vote. Yes. And what that would do was strip him of all power, basically meaning that the, the base would have, to, would have the ability to remove him at any point, any time. And that might just be with a few votes, even maybe like 10 votes, they'd be able to remove him. So, Kevin McCarthy admitted this, ladies and gentlemen. He admitted to exactly what I said. Let's go to this now. He said, we'll get there, McCarthy said. We'll get there. And he also went on to say, hold on, let me get to, let me get to what he says here. He says he needs Marjorie Taylor Greene. He needs Matt Gates. He needs Andy Biggs. And he needs Paul Gosar's votes. And he will give them whatever they want to get their vote. I'm trying to find the exact quote here. It's incredible. The exact quote. And I seem to have lost it. Obviously promising Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, her committees back that she got yanked from. But there's a quote here that I'm trying to find that I had. Oh, that's here it is right here. On CNN State of the Union, which we showed earlier, he said uh, McCarthy has a problem. And McCarthy's problem is, is he needs the QAnon cult, basically, to vote for him. Okay, But Kevin McCarthy went on to say that without Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Gosar, and Matt Gates, he's not going to become Speaker, so he will give them what they're asking for. McCarthy said that himself. So that is why people like MTG are voting for him. Because he's giving them what they're asking for. So here's my question in all of this, okay? Ready for this? Check this out. If Kevin McCarthy is willing to give up all of his power to become the Speaker of the House, if he's willing to make deals behind the scenes with other Republicans to give them what they want, basically it's bribery, right? And he's going to be a Speaker of the House with zero power. And he's going to be controlled by everybody. Why would he do that? That's my question, and I don't know the answer to that. I'm asking you in the comment section. I'm going to pull up the live rumble chat here, okay? So if you're rumble chatting, now's the time to get in, all right? I want to know if, one more, one more time here, if Kevin McCarthy would be giving up all power and he would basically be a powerless speaker of the house, meaning the title really doesn't mean anything, why would he do that? What angle does Kevin McCarthy have to become the Speaker of the House? Why would he want it if he has no power? There's got to be ulterior motive here, right? There's got to be ulterior motive. He needs to be locked up in a closet. (laughs) Amen. Madison Cawthorn for Speaker, says Mateo. Be careful what you wish for. Quid pro quo McCoward. He's such a loser. Hi, late, but here. Hi, Shirley. Actions speak louder than words. He's a lying dog-faced pony soldier. I thought MTG was a true patriot. Well, here's the thing about that. This is the crazy thing, okay? Some people are saying, okay, some people are saying he wants the title. We'll get back to that. But here's the thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing everything in the world that you would want her to do right. She's not screwed up really at all, except really with this. Why? Why? She wants, she wants to be put back on, on, um, on committees, she would get put back on committees with anybody else. What is it? Why does Kevin McCoward want this job so bad if he's going to have zero power? Now, you could say third in line to the presidency. I thought about that too. But there is a reason, and we've got to keep an eye out for that. Because if he works with these people behind the scenes and gives them what they want, and he gets their vote, he's going to be Speaker of the House. And once he's Speaker of the House... They'll be able to remove him for anything that they want, apparently, just like we said two weeks ago. So there's an angle here. There's an angle here, and we're going to find out what that angle is. And if it's if it's if it's a certain amount of money for the rest of his life, whatever it is, we're going to get that. We're going to find that uh, angle. And this doesn't make Marjorie not a patriot. I'm not saying that at all, by the way. I did, but I am standing by this. Whoever votes for Kevin McCarthy, I will not push to vote for in the next. Um, in their next election. They will be to me. I will I'll have anybody else. That includes Marjorie. Period. You have to stand up somewhere. You have to. Now speaking of rhinos, President Trump unloaded on another loser rhino by the name of Carl Rove. This guy is such a dweeb, such a little coward, such a little troll, such a little gnome. Carl Rove, I can't stand this guy. Trump said Rove is constantly on Fox News and in the Wall Street Journal saying how things should be done despite the fact that he is a man, of, a man with a losing record, the likes of which few political operatives would be able to get away with. Says, Rhino Karl Rove, a man with a losing record, the likes of which few politics, few political operatives would ever be able to get away with, including his loss to me in 2016, fights so hard and so stupidly, but is constantly on Fox News and the once great Wall Street Journal Explaining how things should be done, and he doesn't even have a clue. People can't stand him. A clone of even more unpopular Paul Ryan, who sadly runs Fox News now on a very pa- bad path. Rove is a uh, Rose is Rove. Excuse me, is a denier of deniers, which makes him a fool. Watch with an exclamation point. What does President Donald J. Trump mean by that? Watch. Rove has a history of backing all these rhinos. Rove went against, um, went against um, oh, what's his name there in Missouri and went after his family and said he was a bad father and beat his wife and all that stuff. Eric Greitens, he held a fundraiser for Adam Kinzinger. That's who Carl Rove is. Carl Rove is nothing but a bush lackey. He's a little bush lackey with a stupid little whiteboard that somebody's going to smack upside his head someday. problem with these people is they're protected from reality. Reality will smack them in the face someday. Not me, but reality. And I can't wait to watch reality smack these people in the face. How about you? 3,400 people watching, ladies and gentlemen. Please share and rumble this video. Um, Let's go to another one of our sponsors here, COVID Tax Relief. Now, this is a sponsor that you guys should definitely be paying attention to because if you don't have a business and you don't have a church and you don't have a 501c3, chances are you know somebody who does. Have you talked to your pastors about this? Have you talked to your employer about this? Have you talked to any 501c3s that you belong to about this? Because if you haven't, now's the time to do so, ladies and gentlemen, because all that money they lost during COVID, they can get it all back. They can get a lot of it back anyway, right here, right now. The bill has already passed. It's already been passed into law. The money's sitting there. They don't want you to have it, but it's passed and it's there for you for a certain period of time. If you have or if you know anybody who owned a business during COVID, and they kept their business open or were forced to shut down, anybody who had a church and was forced to, to shut down or stayed open and kept the W-2 employees on the, in the, the payroll or a 501c3, then go to covidtaxrelief.org today. You're eligible for up to $26,000 per employee that was affected, either by being shut down or if you stayed open and tried to pay them. This is not a loan. This is money that goes directly to you. It's non-taxable and it's non-auditable. And there's no quid pro quo. The money's already been passed. Go get it. COVIDtaxrelief.org. Do not let this money go to Ukraine because that's where it will go if you don't go claim it. Kitten, thank you. She says, I've re-rumbled. I've reposted. I pasted on True Social. Your spot and getter. That is an LFA TV warrior. Amen. Thank you so very much. All right, let's get back to the, uh, the gay marriage bill that is about ready to be passed by the Senate. They're not calling it the Gay Marriage Bill. They're ca- calling it the Respect for Marriage Act. Now, we've talked about this in length and what it would do. Now, in its current form, ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you that the Respect for Marriage Act, which is really just to, to codify gay rights into our way of life, into our Constitution, it'll never be changed— In order uh, to do that, in its current form right now, it would mean that every religious institution, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, if somebody wanted to get married in your church to a same-sex individual, then you would have to do that or you would lose your 501c3 status. Now, Republicans are ready to push this bill through, which means you need 60 votes in the Senate. They're going to give it to them. However, they're not going to give it to them, apparently, unless they remove this clause that would be an attack on christian churches. that's what they're battling for right now. long story short, congress has no ability to do this. this is not a this is not a, this is against the constitution for congress to codify gay marriage into law for every state. this is a state issue just like abortion. okay? this is a state issue just like abortion and i don't see it actually uh, being, able to be pa- or being able to be signed into law without the Supreme Court stepping in and saying, nope, not happening, especially after we just overturned Roe v. Wade for the same reason, okay? Senate Democrats, aided by 12 Republicans, I told you they had the votes two weeks ago, took a giant step yesterday towards the final passage of the Respect for Marriage Act that many civil, experts, civil, civil liberties experts say will seriously damage America's freedom of religious practice and expression. The 61 to 35 vote, came on a a motion to limit debate on the Senate floor to 30 hours and have the uh, vote on final passage. The same dozen GOP senators had voted on November 16th, and I gave you the name of each one of them on that day, with all 50 Democrats on a preliminary motion to move the proposal forward. The vote was set up by a pre-Thanksgiving approval of the preliminary motion. The dozen Republican senators, and I'm going to name them off again for all of you right here, that are going to support this bill, that will eventually lead to shutting down Christian churches all over the country are as follows. Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri. Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa. Senator Dan Sullivan of Alaska. Senator Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming. Senator Bob Portman of Ohio. Senator Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia. Senator Susan Collins of Maine. Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina. Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina. Senator Lisa Murkowski, the cheater of Alaska, and Senator Mom Jeans Mitt Romney in Utah, and Senator Todd Young of Indiana. Three of these people are retiring, so they could care less. And they're probably getting some big payout in order to side with them. Right now, they have the votes. However, however, ladies and gentlemen, they are apparently, the, the Republicans that are there that are voting for it, are trying to get some amendments that would take away the religious aspect, aspect of it. But what they don't understand is they're not going to be able to cave on this, and they're, going to, they're not going to be able to get the Democrats to cave on this because the entire reason to do this is to take out Christian churches, is to take out Muslim and Jewish synagogues. Any, anybody that um, any religious church, synagogue, or, or what is it called, a mosque that does not support gay marriage, they'll be able to strip their 501c3. Really, it's about Christianity. Really, that's what it's all about. So long story short, there's, your, uh, there's all your rhinos, ladies and gentlemen, who are going to assist the Democrats in trying to destroy the Christian church and take away the church's 501c3 to, uh, to bankrupt them into submission. It's all about sex. It's all about gay sex, LGBTQI, pedo-plus stuff. It's all about sex, 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 sex. Disgusting people. And again, they're going to answer to somebody someday, a lot more judgmental than you or I. All right, moving on. Another uh, a vote that's going to be going on the floor of the House. Nancy Stretchface Armstrong, who's on her way out as the Speaker of the House right now, says that she will put a vote on the floor, on the House floor, tomorrow, to do guess what? On legislation to interfere into the private sector and block the railroad from going on strike in the wake of Joe Biden's failure to broker a deal for the railroad union. This is how much these guys suck. This is how terribly weak and ineffective these people are. They're not business owners. They have no idea how the private sector works. The only, um, the only wisdom they do have in all of this is how they can make money off the private sector. They have no jurisdiction, they have no reason, and they really have no right to stick their nose into the private sector to make laws to block people from going on strike. What are you going to do? Whip them and make them work like you used to in the 1920s and the 1800s to the black slaves you had, Democrats? Is that what you're going to do? Are you going to bring back the days of whipping people and making them work? But in the wake of Joe Biden lying to America, saying, hey, I brokered a deal. Uh, No, you didn't. You don't even know how to go to the bathroom and wipe your own rear end. In the wake of all of that, in the wake of his ineffective ability to be able to get a deal done, he has now asked Congress to step in. And Nancy Stretchface Armstrong, the vodka-teeth-soaked loser herself, has said she will put a vote on the floor on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, to make it so that the railroads can't go on strike. How about that? So not only can they not work with the private sector, not only have they never worked in the private sector, but now they're going to stick their nose where it legally does not belong to control the private sector. Same way they kind of controlled the Mojave supervisors into voting a a yes to certify or else they're going to be charged with felonies. Does anybody see how this is becoming more like China every day? Hmm? Does anybody see how more and more like China... We are becoming every single day. How are we? <laughs> just, our country's become so weak. Pelosi says the House will take the, the, the vote uh, on Wednesday. And um, the House will vote on legislation to avert a railroad strike that threatens to add to supply chain problems. How about just fix the supply chain problems? Oh, yeah. You're just trying to disrupt them on purpose. And this would go outside your timeline and your narrative to destroy America. So you've got to make it look like you care, number one. But number two, you don't have the right to do this. To add to supply chain problems that have already hurt the U.S. economy. Self-inflicted, by the way. Pelosi spoke at the White House alongside Senate Majority Leader Chuck Crying Schumer after, Congress, after uh, Congress's two top Democrats met with President Biden. The, I hate saying that. Resident Biden. I'm just reading the, the, the story. The resident on Monday night asked the Democrat-controlled Congress to intervene after his administration failed to do anything correctly. The legislation is focused on a deal tentatively reached in September. It's not everything I would like to see, she said, but I think we should have paid. I think we should have paid sick leave. Four of the labor unions involved in negotiations in recent weeks rejected the deal. "Quote as a proud um, as a proud pro labor president." I am reluctant to override the ratification procedures and the views of those who voted against the agreement. But in this case, where the economic impact of a shutdown would hurt millions of other working people and families, I believe Congress must use its powers to adopt this deal, Biden said on Monday. So there you go. I'm going to tell you how dangerous this is, okay? If the federal government is allowed to put their nose into the private sector and make them do whatever they want them to do. Then we do not live in a capitalistic society. We do not have uh, we don't we do not govern in a capital wh- a capitalistic way. We do not uh, have our economy running in a capital. Um, basically, it's communism. The federal government can tell private sector what to do whenever they want. That's very dangerous because where's the line? Where does it stop? Now, I know people here will say, well, what about in the past? The federal government has you know, used executive orders to make companies do certain things. Okay, okay, but it's temporarily. It's temporarily if it's in the, like, you know, we need to make this right now, respirators or whatever it is, ventilators. Remember when they did that? But it's temporary. And again, the companies can say no. They can say no in the end. Go find another company. But they're paid handsomely, so they do it. But once the federal government works its way into the private sector and tells them what they can and can't do, ladies and gentlemen, there is no line anymore. And they'll go. It's like you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. It's exactly what they're going to do. It's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to take a mile, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to take more than a mile. They're going to take 1,000 miles. Anyway, moving on, we were talking about Christians and how they're trying to come after the Christian church. Well, ladies and gentlemen, everybody that I've talked to that's not in the know, you know, like an independent or a Democrat or just a regular person that doesn't um, pay attention like you guys do, when I tell them that they are systematically transforming our country from the inside out, and that they want to get rid of Christianity and that they want to get rid of really the white person, which I don't even know how you do that anyway. anymore. We are so mixed. How do you tell who's white and who's not? How much is too white and how much is not, uh, not white enough? You know what I mean? But ladies and gentlemen, right now, Christians make up the minority in England. As Muslims, Hindus, and non-religious populations grow, the census shows Christians are now the minority. And if you don't think that they're doing that right here in America, then you are very naive. And you don't know what the heck you're talking about. Jeremy, we're going through the ERC process now. It is, it is auditable. It is auditable. Did they tell you it was auditable? Did they actually tell you it was auditable? Because if it's not tax and it's not a loan, how can it be auditable? Because I was told it wasn't auditable. But I will, I will address that, by the way. Thank you very much. I will address that and find out what's going on there. All right? I will address that and find out what's going on there. Thank you for letting me know. But Chris, Christians being the minority, that's not, that's not natural. This wasn't a natural thing that happened. This was a very calculated plan, and they're doing it right here in America. So in order to get rid of the Christian faith, you've got to get rid of the Christian church. Now, the church is just a building. I get it. And the Christian faith will never be completely uh, banned or gotten rid of. They've tried it for centuries, and it's never worked. It's only gotten stronger. But this is their this is their plan. This is what they want to do. This is why they're doing this, you know, uh, gay marriage act. It's all part of the plan. Every bit of it. And I agree right there with Galvanter. Let's go to the chat real quick because I want to show you what Galvanter just said. If that Galventer is it Gallivanter? Let's go to this real quick. Check this out. Galventer said we have to fight like our founding fathers right there. We have to fight like our founding fathers. Dana says it's, it's so depressing. It is very depressing. It very is. Stop paying taxes, and when they come after you, shoot them, says Redneck. <laughs> That's a very great thing to say, a very, very proud patriotic thing to say. I, I, and, the, and the Constitution says that we, should, uh, that we should be able to do something like that, too. I'm not advocating for violence. I'm just saying. Chick73 says, I wouldn't pay either. A lot of people have to wake up. Something big and bad will have to happen, unfortunately, says Lord Fishy. We have to remember what the word says. Kitten 1948. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Very, very, very good words. But folks, if you think this is just a war on Christianity, we're wrong. There's a war on, on the Jewish faith right now, too. Okay? There's a huge war on the Jewish faith right now. And when you hear all these people talking about, like Kanye talking about Jews, and all these people talking about Jews, what? What, you don't, what a lot of people don't understand and what the left is trying to make people believe is that they're talking about the Jewish faith. They're not. Those people are not. Those people are talking about people who happen to be Jews, right, who are literally ruining people's lives through the media. However, there is a ta- an attack on the Jewish faith right now as well. Check this out. One quarter of hiring managers say they're less likely to move forward with Jewish applicants. And that's one quarter of hiring managers that were honest to God being truthful. One quarter of hiring managers said they are less likely to move forward with a Jewish applicant. Why? Let's get into this story. A new poll shows that 26% of hiring managers in the United States, in the United States of America, say they are less likely to move forward with hiring Jewish applicants. The Resume Builder Survey released yesterday... And based on a poll by the online survey company, Pollfish, also found 26% of the respondents assume whether candidates are Jewish based on how they look. Reluctance to hire Jews um, was the highest among black hiring managers. Out of the black hiring managers, 34.6% said that they would not hire Jews. Why? Additionally, 17% of the hiring managers said they have been told by company leadership to not hire Jewish applicants. So that means 17% of the people who were surveyed or who were telling the truth anyway said that the people they work for told them specifically not to hire Jewish people. So my question is, we know there's a war on Christianity and we know why. There's always going to be. But why is there an automatic and I mean, and, and, and just like a, a quick, why is there like this major push towards getting rid of Jewish people again? Now, Jewish people, regardless of whether they lose their way or not, which they have many times through history, are God's chosen people, period. I would argue that Americans are also another God's chosen people because we literally built our nation on Judeo-Christian values. So there is a war after Jewish and Christian people right now. Here's the thing, folks. This is nothing new. Everybody's all wondering what the heck is going on. And I'm here to tell you, this is nothing new. As we get closer to Jesus coming back, Christians and Jews will be persecuted like like no other time in history. This is not new, and this is not news. What you need to understand here is that there will always be an attack on Jewish people. There will always be an attack on Christians. If you are going to be in this group of people, whether you call yourself Christians or whether you're Jewish, you're always going to have this fight. It is a fight. It's why I tell you to strap on The full armor of God. Now, somebody said America isn't in the Bible. No, the word America isn't. But you do hear about an eagle protecting Israel, don't you? You do hear about a people that they don't name, future generations that are going to be just like Israel, chosen and strong. And that lines up exactly with the eagle that we are, America, and we do protect Israel. So you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, We are always going to be attacked and we're always going to be targeted, and so are the Jews. Jesus was a Jew and Jesus taught the true way of God, which is what we now know as Christianity. And they're going to come after both of us. And this discrimination is never going to stop, even though it should, but don't ever fall into it. You are God's chosen. You are, God's, you are a child of God, and don't let these people bring you into this mess. Amen? It's truly what it is, folks. Now, we're going a little long tonight, and I apologize, because it seems like we go along every day now on every show. Why? Just too much to go through. And by tomorrow, it'll be late news. So before we get to this last section, I am going to bring up another one of our great sponsors, and that is what everybody's talking about, EnviroCleanse. Ladies and gentlemen, so many people bought this on Black Friday. EnviroCleanse themselves said, we've never seen anything like the LFA audience. And I'm not just saying that. When we have these people on as guests and stuff like that, they'll tell you. You guys are amazing. You're one of the most engaged audiences on Rumble. That's why they love you so much. And that's why um, EnviroCleanse was like, you know what, we're going to sign up for another month. And they did. So thank God uh, that we have people willing to step in when we don't have enough money to continue to operate. And EnviroCleanse is one of them. And this thing is amazing. And it's all um, producer Eli says that he is uh, sleeping more sound and he's not snoring as much, of course, because you're getting actual clean air. And you'll, and you'll see more benefits as you keep it running day in and day out. So ladies and gentlemen, please go to EnviroCleanse.com. If you don't have all the money to pay for it up front, you can make installments. And uh, we're just trying to make you breathe, sleep, and eat better. That's all. EnviroCleanse.com. All right. We're going to we got to go to these last few stories and then we'll be done. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Um, Don Lemon. This is funny, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to love this. Don Lemon went on the Stephen Colbert show. Talk about two losers. Right. That nobody cares about watching. But he went on the Stephen Colbert show and he literally said, and I cannot believe he said this, that CNN has never been a left wing liberal corp uh, company. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. He said uh, Don Lemon says, I don't think we were ever liberal. We were doing what we do, and that's good journalism. Well, that would be like saying LFA TV has never been conservative or saying that LFA TV has never been MAGA. How stupid would that sound? Listen to this, folks. The word
0: on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that, is that the case? I don't think we ever were liberal. What? Yes. I don't <laughs> think we ever <laughs> were that, Not me saying that. That's the people out there saying that he's not letting you be liberal anymore. Well, I, listen, I think that I think what Chris is saying is that he wants Republicans, sensible Republicans, he wants us to hold people to account, but he wants people to come on and feel comfortable with coming on and talking Mm -hmm. on on CNN, and appearing on on CNN. So if you invite someone in your house, you want to make them comfortable, but also by the the nature of what we do, we have to hold people to account. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going liberal or conservative or whatever. It just means that we are doing what we do, and that's good journalism.
1: (laughs) And, my, and notice he said, sensible Republicans. What he's saying, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a backhanded insult towards MAGA right there. So there's, I, there's, not how, uh, there's not really much to say about that, right? We've never been liberal. What? Uh, you hear Stephen Colbert goes, what? And then he saved it real quick and said, oh, that's not me saying that. That's the other people saying that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. All right. We'll just leave that one right there where it is. Now, We've got another one we've got to go to. I mean, to. I was... On. Hold on. We've got another one here we've got to go to. Alyssa Milano, another person who says very, very stupid things, right? Alyssa Milano went on The View. And while she was on The View, they were talking about Twitter and Elon Musk. This is going to be the highlight of tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this? Wait until you see the little tit tat, tit for tat that Alyssa Milano and Whoopi Goldberg get into about staying on Twitter and wait until you see the gold that comes out of Whoopi Goldberg's mouth. Boy, it sounds like us three years ago, doesn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, the highlight of the night. I've been waiting for this. Here we go.
2: Always on the, the receiving end of Same. trolls, right? Yeah. So, like, to me, it doesn't feel any different. Mm. But, you know, I always open Twitter with, like, yeah. oh, such you such know what I mean? Like, with a helmet on because <laughs> I'm so scared, like, something's going to oh, come yeah. out and hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think and, you'll stay on it? Yeah, because we can't cede that territory. What? It's like a turf war now. Ooh. Ah. That's no, how I look at it. And not, we can't not I that, can't
1: not that that one you don't there's other ones you can come and grab, leave that to them because that's what that is meant to be now. Listen, it's not meant to be any better.
2: But if than we're what not we're representing seeing, our yeah. side of of the the political discourse, aren't we st- Aren't we just saying, you know what, you can have Twitter. Hand well,
1: I'll to. tell you, Here it is. some some things you have to walk away from until you can, can get the control you need of it. Right. right now, there's no way to get this control. Yeah. And so find the ones that you can get and fix and then come back and run that over. Right. But d- do yourself.
2: I know it is about faith. self-care. Yeah, yeah. it I'm is. <laughs> I mean, I was you always know. Did you guys hear that? Hold on. All right.
1: Did you hear that? Whoopi Goldberg says, look, we've got to leave. Melissa Milano says, we've got to stay and fight. Does that sound familiar? How incredibly comparable does their conversation that they just had sound like you and myself three years ago? If that doesn't put a smile on your face, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's going to. Do you realize that they are now just starting to descend to where you and I were three years ago? Some were like, I got to go. I'm not going to be here anymore. Some were banned and said, I got to go find somewhere else. Some stayed. Some of you are still there. This is ground zero. If we lose this, we lose it all. We've got to stay and fight. Do you remember? Whoopi Goldberg, we've got to, There are other places. We can go and we can build them up, she says. And then we could come back and run over them. Is that not what we're doing right now? Do you realize where we are going into 2024? And it's only going to get better for us. It's only going to get better for us as we continue to bankrupt these woke companies. As we continue to take over everything that they used against us. As we take all their weapons, all their traps that they laid for us. All their pits that they dug for us to fall into. We're back. We're not only back, but we're taking over everything that they used against us. And we are now using it against them. And they are saying the exact same thing word for word as you and I said for the last three years if that is not an amazing thing ladies and gentlemen I don't know what is so guess what you guys stuck it out you stuck out the pain you stuck out the torture you stuck out losing friends and family you stuck out you 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 you, you stood up in the face of all adversity And you said, we're going to come back. We're going to build Getter. We're going to build Rumble. We're going to build all of them. And we're going to come back and we're going to take you out and we're going to take your own platforms. And that's exactly what's happening. Do you not see this coming to fruition? Do you not see God's awesome work at hand? Every one of you get the Smarty Award of the day. The party award of the day goes to every single one of you who stood tall with your chest out, your head your head up high, and said, nope, not going to deal with it. We're going to come back, and we're going to come back bigger and better and stronger than ever. And now they're on the run. They're on the run. They're literally on the run with their tail between their legs. <laughs> Woo! I absolutely love it. Crispy only gets a short show today, said voter USA. T- well, he's not here tonight. That's in the afternoon. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, big shout out. God bless each and every one of you. What a great show. We're going we're to kind of kill it right there and just be done for the night. So remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please visit Jeremy Harrow. We have fixed the store. Remember how it was real hard to see all the pictures because the, uh, all of the uh, descriptions were over the pictures and you couldn't see them? We fixed that. You can now go see everything on the store. Visit jeremyharrell.com today, ladies and gentlemen. Also, download the LFATV app and go check out lfatv.us. You can now listen to all the podcasts right there. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading the gospel. Keep your families close. I love you. Peace.